So, so my name is Luke Bovens. I'm currently head of department of the Department of Philosophy, Logic and Scientific Method here in the London School of Economics and Political Science. So here is a central problem that we find in Aristotle and Pascal. That is, sometimes we find ourselves with certain beliefs, with certain desires, which, which are not really conducive towards our well-being. These are desires that are untoward, these are beliefs that keep us awake at night, and so on. And now, one thing that we can do is we can start acting in a way that is not in line with our having these beliefs and desires. We act in a way as if we don't have those desires. We act in a way as if we don't have those beliefs, or if we have different beliefs than the one which we actually have. And we do that in order to manipulate our beliefs and desires in order to change our beliefs and desires. I mean, you know, very straightforward. Think about a case where I find myself having very greedy desires. And so what I do is I start acting in a generous way. And I hope that in doing so, my desires will change, that it will become, you know, a generous kind of person with generous desires, right? Now, Pascal had the same idea about religious belief. He said, you know, you might find yourself, you know, with, with no religious beliefs whatsoever. Okay? But if you want to induce religious beliefs in yourself, you could start doing certain religious rituals, thereby affecting your beliefs. And uh, he, had, you know, he had some reason as to why he thought um, that was a good thing to do, and that's where Pascal's wager come in, but you know, let's, let's not go in that direction. So now, there is this interesting question, though, that it seems like manipulating our desires in this way it can be a very laudable thing to do. It's like character planning. But manipulating our beliefs in this way, that seems more problematic. It seems like the sort of thing that, that we frown upon. And so then you might ask the question, well, why is it the case that there is this asymmetry be between beliefs and desires? It's okay to manipulate our desires, but it's not okay to manipulate our beliefs. Manipulating our desires, it's like character planning. Manipulating our beliefs, that's like self-deception. Now, that's an interesting question in moral psychology. But you could then say, well, what does this have to do with policymaking? Well, what we've seen recently is um, that a lot of attention has been paid to the work of um, Sunstein and Thaler. Um, and um, this has really sort of been captured by the, this notion of nudge, or nudge your libertarian paternalism. And so what is nudge your libertarian paternalism is all about? Well, the idea is that a lot of our actions are being shaped by certain unconscious mechanisms. Um, and these kind of unconscious mechanisms have been studied by cognitive psychologists, by behavioral economists over the last, you know, 20 to 30 years. Now, what we see is that sometimes people act in a way which is not really conducive to their self-interest. Okay, think about you know unhealthy eating habits, or think about the fact that people are saving too little for their retirement and so on. And so now Sunstein and Thaler have this idea that if we could change the, the choice architecture, that is the environment in which people make their choices, then we could tap into this kind of unconscious mechanisms and make people in a way do the right thing without coercing them. Okay? So, you know, we, we try to induce them to, make, to do the right thing, that's paternalism, but it's libertarian in the sense that we are not coercing them. 
right? Now, just to give you an example, um, it turns out that, as I said before, people save too little for, you know, it, towards their, their pensions. Now, if you ask people after they get a raise whether they want to put the um, an amount of that raise towards their pensions, they say, no, 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 absolutely not. But if you ask them six months beforehand whether the raise they will get, they're expected to get in the future, whether they want to put that towards their retirement, they say, oh yeah, that's no problem whatsoever. They're much more eager to do that because they don't have the money in their hands yet. And that's like exploiting what's called the endowment effect in order to make people do things that are conducive towards, towards their well-being. Now, if it's the case that we support such nudge policies, right, then really what we're doing is we're giving the government, in a way, a license to manipulate our actions in the interest of our well-being. Now, of course, in manipulating our actions, there are also knock-on effects, and we also will come to change certain beliefs and desires that we will have as a consequence of this. So now we're back to the problem of Pascal and Aristotle. That is, you know, to what extent is it, is it really uh, permissible to self-manipulate our beliefs and desires? But now we can extend this, because what we're doing is we're giving the government the license to manipulate our beliefs and desires. To what extent is that acceptable? Um, and um, to what extent is it the kind of thing that we should be careful about, that we should be, that we should be frowning upon? What is it that determines this acceptability? So once again, what we see here is how an old problem in philosophy comes to have applications, comes to have relevance for contemporary policymaking. So this is always the way that I see my work. I always try to look for certain philosophical problems that have a strong heritage, that have a strong philosophical tradition to, to, um, to build upon. And then I try to see whether there are certain modern techniques that can shed new light on these old problems. And I try to see whether there are certain contemporary problems, especially in policymaking, which could benefit from um, the thinking that has been going on for ages, really, about these kinds of problems.